Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the High School Transcript. This is your host, Mr. Flannery. And I'm Mr. Wimpenny. And today we sat down with Taylor McEvely. A senior water polo player here at Lakeside High School about to head off and play goalie for D1 Wagner University. Stay tuned. It's weird. It's weird teaching that age because you, like, you have to, like, teach a class, but, like, it's hard for them to, like... I I watch... So my my nephew's taking uh, swim lessons, and he's only two... uh, Yeah, I think he just recently turned two. Um, hopefully they don't listen to this and not know how old my nephew is, but, um, uh, and like, that's gotta be really hard because like you have to teach them to be able to go underwater. So yeah. it's like, they have to fail for you. And I'm, I would be like, no, like, yeah. that's sketchy. Yeah. The tra- they train you really well. Like you go through like a couple weeks of training and like you, there's like, they don't teach you like the necessities of it, but like they teach you what to teach them. So, like, mm-hmm. they're not telling you why, but you know what to do to get them to that point. It's just hard when there's little kids who, like, aren't really necessarily ready for some lessons, mm-hmm. like a two-year-old or a three-year-old, and then you're just, like, trying to teach the class and, like, make it beneficial because they're paying, but, yeah. like, also not let children go underwater by themselves. <laughs> <laughs> what, age, what age would you say it's wise to start swim lessons? Well, that's the thing, too. I think it just depends on the kid. Like, the some two- to three-year-olds are, like, in there and they're doing fine. But mm-hmm. I think it's just depending on if your kid has the behavior that's, like, ready yeah. to sit in a class and pay attention to a teacher. Okay, so a lot yeah. more, like, attention span-wise. Yeah, like, not necessarily the age, just, like, how comfortable they are with being in a classroom, like, with mm-hmm. a teacher and, when and did, listening when, to other people. When did you start, like, learning how to swim? What age? Oh, my God. I think I was, like two or three i hated it though my mom tells me i had like i had like a private teacher like come to my grandma's pool and like teach me and they said my last lesson like i i swear this lady was evil i still remember (laughs) i guess my like last test or whatever was to get pushed in and like be able to get across the pool and get out and i guess she pushed me in and i swam across the pool i just took my bathing suit off and ran away naked (laughs) (laughs) i hated her so much (laughs) What a, what a lasting impression on that yeah. swim instructor. Poor girl. She probably wasn't even awful. I was just scared of the water then. But What a terrible last lesson, though. Just sink or swim. Have you guys seen the videos where they just like drop kids in a pool? It's terrifying. Yeah. No. And like, then they're like, like, little, like, little they're like snapping for yeah. the turn. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And does they literally just hold them over pool and drop them. Or like even like toss them. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I hope those kids don't go running off without their bathing suits, yeah. too. <laughs> Pull a tailor and be like, no, I'm done. <laughs> Take off. Yeah. So how did swim lessons, at what age did that transition into water polo? So, like, when I was – I've never been athletic. Like, I did swim lessons and – She says having a D1. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, actually, I'm very unathletic, like, not in the pool. So I did swim lessons, and then it never even, like, really hit me to, like, start swimming when I was younger. I started playing polo my freshman year. Oh, like, really? That was the first time I'd ever swam, played polo, done any of that. I had, like, played volleyball throughout middle school and at, like, a club and stuff, and I was not athletic. Like, I didn't <laughs> ever think I could go and play in college, but, um, like, my volleyball coach told me I look like a baby giraffe when I run. <laughs> That's what she told me. They'd, I was, I'm just not an athletic person. So when I started polo, I was, I kind of just, like, got it right away. And I had done, the other thing was I had done CrossFit for a long time okay. with, like, my parents. So I was, like, pretty strong i just wasn't coordinated so when i went when i started polo like i kind of was had a natural like Mm -hmm. ability i don't know and then once my first season ended i quit volleyball because i was a giraffe and then i started um i started club 
polo. Quit and then I've been playing ever since. <laughs> quit, <laughs> quit volleyball. She quits everything the same way. She's like, I quit volleyball. Like, the jersey, the shoes. Just, every Pretty time much. I quit something. <laughs> it was like I played volleyball. I played soccer. I played, I did like t-ball. And I was just was not good at anything until being in the pool. At least you weird. tried though. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been the worst <clears throat> because my brother is like the most naturally athletic, just like really good at every sport he plays. So, like, we went and did t-ball together. We went and did soccer together, and he just smokes me in all of it. <laughs> Who's your brother? Connor. He's is, a sophomore. He's a sophomore? Yeah. He plays polo, too, and swim, and okay. does club. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, polo, does it run in the family, or is it good? Oh, yeah. It be- it's like a whole family <clears throat> thing now. Once I started club, my little sister and my brother started club. So, Connor's been playing since he was, like, in middle school. Okay. My sister's only 11, so she's been playing since she was, like, 8. And then... They're both at a, like, club now. We all play together. So, like, every weekend, well, before COVID, it was, like, every weekend was mm-hmm. water polo with wow. one of us. Okay. So, clubs, club water polo is very similar to, like, travel baseball. Cause that's what oh, I... Oh, yeah. yeah. I did crazy. that growing up, and it was every weekend. Yeah. It's, yeah. like, it's insane, <clears throat> especially in SoCal. Like, there's... I feel like anywhere in Southern California, you can be near a club that's, like, a really high level. Mm-hmm. Like, there's CHOP, there's SoCal, there's, there's so many clubs where you can go... And like I said, I only started playing my freshman year, and then within three years, they develop you into, like, ready to go to college. It's crazy. Yeah. What um, <clears throat> what was it – why your freshman year, like, did you get into – like, what was it that got you into water polo? Just like, oh, here's a sport I never tried. Let me try well, it? Well, like I said, I was never athletic, so when I was good at something, <laughs> I really wanted to keep going. It really motivated me. Never, never felt like that before. So, like, once I was, like – because I made JV my freshman year, and I was playing goalie – like, I was pretty much the only goalie, and I was the captain that year. And then, I don't know, I just, I really liked it. I, there, I just had never liked a sport like that. So then, mm-hmm. right after that season, I went into club, and it was really scary. Do but... you still play goalie? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so you're going, okay, so I guess, I don't want to say transitioning, but um, for those who don't know, you are headed to Wagner College. Yes. Which is where again? Staten Island, New York City. <laughs> <laughs> Very different than Southern California. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> playing Very water, different. Able to play water polo almost year-round in Southern California. Yeah. Goes. There are pools indoor, so hopefully okay. it won't be freezing. But what Now, what's that like? I've never played baseball indoors. I've been to indoor games. I've been to a few water polo games. Have you played water polo indoors? Yes. Actually, Is, only like two months ago was my first time playing indoor. Oh, it was your first time? Yeah. What's you, wait, What's the did, like, does it feel different? Is there any difference? I feel like the water tastes different. <laughs> it's really weird. And it's more like, this pool was really nice. Like, the, it was at, we played at Dixie State mm-hmm. in Utah, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. a month or two ago. And that was my first time playing indoor, and it was freezing there. But the pool, like, temperature's fine once you're in there. It's mm-hmm. totally fine. Some places I know, like, that school was huge. But, like, in I know the pool at Wagner, because we went and visited. Like, it's so much more... Not even claustrophobic. It's just smaller, and it's more like steamy. It's weird. It's gross. The it's pool's playing. not smaller though. Just like the the arena, I guess. Or? Yeah. Well, the <laughs> Wagner pool is really small. It's gonna be really oh. weird transitioning. So like here in goal, you're like not touching the bottom, right? You're just egg beating. At Wagner, they play what's called well, mostly East schools play like half shallow, half deep. So on one side of the pool, it's deep. You're playing like how you've normally played, and then the other side, the goalie gets to stand on the bottom and like push off. Which is going to be so weird. Like, I've never played like that and then going... You should get that side. (laughs) I feel like that would be the better side. Well, you get to switch halfway, but it's so weird. Like, I've never played in a pool like that. And now for the next Hmm. four years, it's going to be like half of my games. It seems almost like cheating. I don't know. I was thinking this. That that seems like an un... Well, well, the cage is like two feet taller. 
So it's like, then the other I side? guess proportionally, yeah. I am learning so much about water <laughs> polo right now because I have I was always under the impression that it's universal, just like it would be for a football field. Hundred yards, water no, polo is the same. Especially because SoCal is so, <clears throat> um, it's just so much more common here. Like there's pools everywhere. You can play anywhere. That's the other thing that's hard with getting recruited too, is because there's so many schools in Southern California, but where else can you really play? Like it's mm-hmm. California that has good polo. Hawaii has like one school and then you're either in New York, maybe Pennsylvania. There's nowhere really else to go. So it's super limited just because it's not really spread out everywhere. College wise, you mean? Yeah. So like Midwest colleges are not really. No. Water polo programs aren't very big. They don't even have pools. You don't even have a program there. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like insane how limited it is compared to other sports like even just where you can play because there's no pools that's crazy yeah so then okay so if you go if you go back east well when you go back east and play at wagner let's say you come back here and you play a school here hypothetically speaking how they're gonna have different pool what's the word i'm looking for like Um, shapes or like shapes or dimensions exactly dimension depths like how is that it's, like, so ununified everywhere just because it's been, like, oh, it's here in California, and then it's all the way on the East Coast. It's, like, so different everywhere. That's interesting to me because that that reminds me more like baseball. It's, like, that's literally a home field advantage or a home yeah, pool advantage. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because, like I said, I've never, like, all the girls in Southern California where our, most of the schools are, like, they've never played half shallow. They've never yeah. had to stand on the bottom as a goalie. That's it's just cr- so weird. Yeah. Would you see it as an advantage, though, to be able to – stand on the bottom i've never played it so i really don't know if it would be easier or harder i know you switch sides halfway through so really it, it's like pretty equal anyway mm-hmm. but i think i feel like getting that push off the bottom would be so much easier to block <laughs> yeah I don't, i'd feel like there's no way that it would be as hard as i feel like if beating. i had my first swim lesson and i could touch the bottom i'd be like i can do this <laughs> <laughs> yeah much more comfortable <laughs> that's yeah. cra- okay so have you always been a goalie have you ever yeah i've always been a goalie like just it's such an advantage to be tall, and I'm 5'11", so I was gonna and say, I you're, have, you're like, on the, the taller side, fan yeah. of, like, yeah. I was just, damn, a 6'4", I didn't... man. <laughs> I have such long arms. So, like, right when I went away, co- went away, right when I got there, Coach Mara was like, okay, we think you're either going to be a goalie or a set. Let's keep trying you in goal. And then I played that whole season in goal, and then when I went to club, I'm just like, oh, I'm a goalie, and they made me go. Now, with for the those goalies. who don't, now for those of us, including myself and Wimpenny, uh, set is that like like center? Oh what is yeah, sorry, <clears throat> that's center. Oh, it's center. Okay. Yeah, so it's like you have like a half circle around, and then you have one girl in the middle. That's your center. Okay, so that's kind of like the taller frame that they can get the ball. Yeah, into just the any like big, <clears throat> tall person is okay. a good set. Okay. And now it's such more. Like, I was actually talking to Coach Moore about this yesterday. It's much more of a set-driven game than, like, outside drivers. So it's, like, a super important position. Interesting. Yeah. Now, do you ever, <clears throat> like, I guess you'd say jump up into the play and, like, oh, go yeah. to offense? Because the one game I went to last year, I saw a lot of, like, goalies going, like, forward with the offense. I was like, that seems dangerous because then you actually, guys could just. That's interesting that you said that because they just had a rule change where goalies can go past half now. Wow. So you can go play offense. So, like, let's say you're da- in the fourth quarter, you're down by one goal, you yeah, call you- a timeout, you just send your goalie down there, and you're up by one player all the way to offense. Yeah, that's that makes crazy. sense. Yeah. Okay. There's been a bunch of rule changes this past year. That's crazy. I'm learning so much about water polo right now because I'm, excuse me, I'm almost comparing it to other sports that I am oh, familiar yeah. with. Like hockey, you pull I, your goalie. I was just thinking <laughs> hockey. Yeah, <laughs> it's so true. Like, I watched, the, I watched the Ducks game last night. They pulled the goalie to get the extra attacker it was six on five. So, essentially, it's the same thing. Could you replace the goalie with a different player? 
You can't you can technically have another player on your team go in the goal. They aren't allowed to touch the ball with two hands. They have to use one. So goalies, oh. once they pass half, they're only allowed to use one hand. But when they're in cage, they're allowed to use two. So only the specific goalie could use two hands, yep. not a substitution for the goalie. Yes, unless you, like, pulled your goalie out and put another goalie in. Right, right, right. Yeah, but, like, if you just had, like, your goalie go to offense and had a player hang back, they'd have to use one hand. Wow. That seems tough. Yeah. Water polo seems really tough. Who, who, who was it we had on, like, previously that was also water polo and she had some, like, vicious stories? Kimberly um, Esquivel. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think so. <clears throat> yeah, girls are mean. They're scary. <laughs> I, I knew girls were mean before I met water polo. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're meaner in water polo. You hear so many stories. I've never had, like, an experience like that. Like, I feel like uh, I hear everyone talk about, like, I feel oh, like... a girl had a razor blade in her suit and, like, cut Whoa. me. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> Stuff like that. Kimberly Escavel like, did not let us in on that one. <laughs> like, people talk about that all the time. Like, just people will, like, hide stuff in their suit and, like, cut people. Wow. Yeah. They have to do nail checks, too, to make sure your nails aren't too long. Wait, that's a real thing. They literally hide stuff in their suit. To I've, I've never had it happen to me personally, but I have have heard people tell me stories where, like, that so, has allegedly happened. Sounds like an East Coast college. Yeah. yeah. You, better yeah. Be, better be careful. you better be careful on that shallow end. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> as a goalie, though, have you had any experiences like that? Like, not obviously someone hiding stuff, but I feel like it would get pretty physical right near the goal. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like. They just kick you or hit you, but nothing too But scary. you can use two hands, so you can hit them right back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, they also tell you when you're a goalie, like, when you're swimming away from someone, have, like, high elbows. So, like, when they chase <laughs> you with the ball, you just elbow them in the face. Just elbow check. Yeah. Because <laughs> the ref can't call it because you were just swimming. I was going to say, what are the official, like, regulations as far as, like, contact? <laughs> like, it's just such a high contact sport. There's, like, I mean, like, you can, like, in set and set, like, like I said, the center, the center defender is, like, right on them. Like, you guys are mm-hmm. pretty much, like, full contact. Like, there's no regulation, really, as to what, how much contact's allowed. It's kind of just, like, when there's a foul, that's, like, when they're – it's so hard to explain because it's so, <laughs> so different being in the pool than outside of the pool. Mm-hmm. It's it's weird that from a from a, um, a spectator's point of view, too, because, like, it looks so physical. You guys, like you said, like, I went to one game last year, and you guys were, like, right on top of each other. But yet, I feel like they blow the whistle like it's a basketball game. Like, every time you touch someone, they yeah. blow the whistle. Yeah. And I'm like, but why? Like, <clears throat> I don't get that part. The, so there's fouls. There's ejection. So, like, you can't really – so when I'm guarding someone and my hands are up, I can't, like, r- lunge past them to go for the ball because then they'll just go underwater and it'll be a foul. And then you get, like – once you get a foul, you get, like, two seconds of, like, space and time to, like, throw the ball to someone else. I feel like watching above water, water polo, it's, like – it's like a metaphor of an iceberg where like people say like, oh, three fourths of the iceberg exists underwater. I feel like three fourths exactly. of the yeah. physical contact yeah. exists underwater. That's why it's so rough because the ref really can't see everything. So, so, is it a thing like, like where if the ref doesn't see it, it's okay? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> There's some questionable stuff that happens. Just the ref can't always see yeah. underwater, especially with like splashing and stuff. It's so hard to see. Is, yeah. that, is, that, the, is that the same when you get to like, like college or professional level too? Mm, I don't know. I mean, I don't watch like I watch college games, but I don't watch them so closely. I'll I'll let you know in two years. <laughs> yeah, please do. I'm, I'm curious <laughs> to know. Like, <laughs> they advance it at the college level. Be like, oh no, we have a ref with a snorkel. He's just watching underwater, <laughs> like, like an underwater camera. Just like, <laughs> yeah. No, they don't. It's like the same. I get what you're saying now. It's like the same level of refing. Like you okay. just really have okay. two refs out of the water. There's no like so camera there's, work. There's okay. always two refs. Any level? Yeah. Okay. Two refs. But upper levels, they have underwater cameras. They like, do not no. have underwater cameras. 
Is there like no reviews or like offsides or is there? Well, like- there is like an offsides. It's called like the two meter. So if I try and pass the ball to someone in the two meter, that's a turnover. They call it like a two. So like someone, I don't know where the two meter is. Like well, two, two meters, meters from the goal. Your goal or the other team's goal? Well, there's one on each side. That's what I'm saying. So like if so if you're the goalie, you made a save and you just launch it. Oh no no no! So if I'm on <clears throat> offense, right? I'm like on offense, I pass the ball to my teammate who's in the two meter. Okay. That's a turnover because they're oh. already in the two. So it's like an offsides. Yeah, it's like the same thing as offsides. Oh, uh, okay. So they so they can't get there before you do. Yeah, so, okay. and then if I go in, they can't go, they have to go in as far as I am. They can't go past me. Okay, okay. That makes more sense. So it's kind of like soccer in that sense? Yeah, yeah kind of. There's, like, like things pulled from every thing. sport. That's what it yeah. seems like. It, I, like I'm, I'm getting things from, like, different sports. It's, which... like, kind of, I don't know basketball well at all. I might be way off base here, <laughs> You'll but hear I think it's, like, the same, like, setup as basketball from what I've heard. Like, the half circle and someone, I might be... <laughs> well, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm trying to think how many players in water polo, excluding the goalie. Six. Not... Okay, so basketball is five total. Yeah, so, so it's like the same <clears> shape. <throat> okay. And then the same thing is like offsides in soccer. Have you ever seen um, uh, handball? <laughs> no, I, I, don't, don't judge me. You guys laugh now. Are we in like <laughs> elementary school? Like... No, not. <laughs> it's, a, it's a legit Olympic sport. And I'm thinking it's very, very silly. You could look it up. You have your computer right like here. Like handball, like... Like in elementary school handball? No, it's I not. Like it's not. <clears throat> you can type in like Olympic handball. Olympic handball. I'm dead serious. That's what this is. Rem- I saw it one time during the Olympics and I was like, that is dope. I have literally never heard of that except for what children it's, play, it, what my it, sister it, does it, on the it side looks, of the house. It looks like water polo on the ground. That's 100% what it is. Right All right. There. So this is great podcasting, but we're watching a YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> See? You got your half circle. Okay. Again, great podcasts. <laughs> no, no, no. Just, but like, <clears throat> I mean, eventually when we get ours on YouTube, they'll be able to see this too. <laughs> but like, if you kind of, yeah, just like fast forward to like the game. See, they're already at 5-4. Your guys, see? Okay. And you guys have penalty shots, right? Watch, yes, pause it. we do. Pause it. So... It's like Good the same. Penny? What is it's your a laptop? gaming laptop. Sorry. <laughs> it's like your computer's from the 60s. Goodness gracious. Where's the disc? Like, I insert the disc. So you see, like, you got a goal. And we'll re- yeah. rewind it a little bit because there was just a penalty shot. But this is exactly what I see as water polo. Oh, yeah. That's definitely similar. Yeah. So handball is essentially water polo out of the water. Yeah. That's what, that's I would what say I that looks from. similar. Yeah. <clears throat> so I thought that was really cool when I saw it in the Olympics. Um, and I was like, well, that's different. Yeah. Okay. That's actually really similar. I've never even seen that. Yeah. See, so <clears throat> those who are not strong swimmers and don't know if they're <laughs> athletic, <laughs> try water polo. Look, look up handball. <laughs> look up handball. <laughs> Why don't we have that at high school? <laughs> I I think we do, but our kids just play dodgeball. Like, I think that's <laughs> <laughs> that's just what we need here. It's just one more sport, especially right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of right now, Taylor, how have you been uh, doing during this whole pandemic thing? I'm actually doing really well. Like, my grades have been the same as they always are. Like, I'm still doing fine. And then I just like having the free time, like the time to work, the time to surf a lot me and my friends have been doing that a lot surfer yes really yes i'm not that good at it so if anyone sees me at the <laughs> beach okay. don't make fun of me but that's it's okay. so fun because yeah. when you fall you're a really good swimmer yes yes yes, yes. <laughs> for sure yeah 
we've been surfing like we'll just go before school we'll get up at like four and just drive to the beach like because oceanside's only like an hour away you get up at four yeah we'll go like <laughs> we've been going like once a week oh my gosh yeah who all who all goes from people from here yeah, like Nadia Alcaraz has a board, okay. Alexa Trias has a board, the okay. same people I work with, and then my brother has okay. a board too. That's crazy. So you're the first person, excuse me, on here that has mentioned surfing as like one of the hobbies. I am, I've never been surfing. It's ever. so fun. I like, it's so hard, actually. It's, I thought that I was going to be fun. like, <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> you just have to keep going, but it's hard to like keep going because it's like an hour drive to the beach and then you just spend your two hours in the water just getting smacked by waves the whole time. But once you, yeah, like, you, get you the You really know it, how to sell something. <laughs> <laughs> it's only because I have no upper body strength. Like, my brother got it right away. Alexa Trius is, like, five foot two. She got it right away. <laughs> Me and Nadia are taller, so we're still, like, not the best at it. But So is it a so disadvantage fun. to be taller while surfing? Well... It's probably like a center of balance kind of thing. Right? Yeah. For me, it's a disadvantage. <clears throat> I think it's just, like, I think if you're lighter, it's way easier to pop up. Like, Alexa Trius is tiny. My brother is tiny. I can see that. It's, like, easier to just get up and balance on it. Okay. And I don't – yeah, you just have to have a lot of upper body strength, and I don't have that because, like, goalies don't really have to do much upper body except, like, throwing. I'm just more legs. And at Wagner, they can just push off the bottom. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, you don't even need your arms. (laughs) But, um, yeah, it's super fun. And then we actually just went to Costa Rica two months ago for a surf trip. No way. Yeah. Like, Christmas break type thing? Yeah, like, we were there for New Year's. That's sick. Yeah. It was so fun. It was crazy. The surf there is super good. So you were like, <clears throat> okay, that that's pretty dope. Like I didn't realize how big into surfing you were when you first mentioned that. It sounds. I love it. Like I'm, like I said, I'm not that good at it. <laughs> and like Costa Rica was super cool, but I'm I'm still not the best. But I think Costa Rica, the different waves were better to surf on. And there was like, it was so cool that you would see like the wave coming up, and there would just be like manta rays all in the wave. It was so cool. Wow. It was sick. Yeah. No, that scares me. I, it scared me too, but I, everyone just convinced me that they were manta rays and they can sting. So yeah, I just go. told myself that oh, I, I was I, fine. Manta rays don't sting? I don't know much about... That's what they told me. They might have just been <laughs> messing with me, so I wasn't a baby and stayed out of the water. But. I, I took a marine biology Wait, class what, in what, college, but... What animal killed Steve Irwin again? Was that stingray. A, stingray. Okay. Yeah. What, so what's the... Di- what, uh, I guess I'll ask... I think a manta ray is just a stingray that doesn't sting. I think it's like, it was definitely the same shape. We need a science teacher. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Weber when you need her? Yeah. <laughs> Dang. But it was so cool. Now, I, so I, I snowboard, um, and I've done a little bit of longboarding. I don't know if you do either of those. No, neither. Okay. I've, I've never tried surfing, and everyone tells me that it's probably the hardest of like, of those types of like, between wakeboarding, snowboarding, skateboarding. Well, I've still can't water ski or wakeboard okay i can't do either of those and i can surf it really just depends on the board you have like when we were in costa rica this guy faco had like we just went to his house yes what a life this guy's name was faco he just lived on the beach and had like 20 surfboards he just rents out and just lives on the beach all day just surfing what a vibe yes exactly (laughs) it was so cool but he let us like rent surfboards and there was like a 10 foot board like, you can get up on that so easy because it's just huge and, yeah. like, so easy to balance on. Like, stuff like that is, like... I gotta go hang out with Faco. I know. Yeah. He was so cool. It's funny because all of my my sports references come from movies. <laughs> so, like, I have no idea what, like, sports stuff you're talking about. But I'm thinking about movies that, that talk about that. Like, like surfing? Yeah. I was thinking, like, Lilo and Stitch. 
the, the big the big guys have the, the long board. Yeah, because they're well, bigger. It's easier to balance. Um, <laughs> the one with the the blue crush. Yeah, I haven't that's seen it, but I think that's a, I think that's I another big surfing it. one. I've only, oh, what's the one with? I think it's Keanu Reeves. It's maybe not Keanu Reeves. <laughs> the one where it's like the ex presidents and they surf. Do you know what I'm talking about? The bank robbing no. movie where they oh, also surf. Um, oh, I think. Yeah. Guys, we have this cool laptop right here. I know, I'm looking it up right now. I think it is I think it is Keanu Reeves. Ex-presidents? I don't, yeah, I don't they know like rob banks and they surf. So that's what Point I Point Break. Point Break. Point, oh, my yeah. gosh. I forgot the name. Yeah, someone's going to be upset at me for forgetting that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I that's the only it. surf movie I've ever seen. Really? My brother loves, um, what's that one with the penguins? Where it's like a mockumentary of penguins that surf. <laughs> Happy uh, Feet? Not happy feet. No, what's oh. my brother will be so mad surf, at me for getting. I think surf, it's just surf up. up. Yeah, I've seen that one too. I think yeah. with the penguins. This is gonna yeah. show how surf's old I am. Up. But there's the old Disney movie, uh, Johnny Tsunami. Oh, that's. A, <laughs> I haven't seen it. I, I don't think I've I've seen it in a very yeah. very long time. But I think the the name just has some. It goes from snowboarding <laughs> or it goes from surfing to snowboarding. Okay. But I think the closest cheesy movie. I think the closest thing I ever got to surfing was watching Rocket Power. <laughs> that was a good show. That was a great show. That was fantastic. I, I tried skimboarding. Skimboarding is terrifying. I will not <laughs> skimboard because when you're surfing and you fall off, you just hit the water. But when you skimboard and you fall off, it looks bad. <laughs> not <laughs> and a good everyone situation. and everyone on the beach watches the skimboard because oh, they yeah. know it's coming. Yeah, yeah. Is that the one that's like on the actual like beach? Yeah, and real shallow. Like on yeah. The, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. My brother's friend who cut some sometimes surfs with us too. He skimboards and it's terrifying. I will not do it. No, I can't <laughs> no. do it. I, I ate it one time in front of everybody and I looked up and everyone's watching. I was like, I'm, I'm done. I don't <laughs> Over think I've. It. Yeah, that was, yeah. A, that was the last time I went to Newport Beach. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> you can find me in San Diego now. <laughs> other than surfing, though, what other hobbies do you have like outside of, of water polo and outside of water? <laughs> <laughs> do you ever step foot on land? <laughs> I don't really like. My time is mostly water polo, swim, and school like i don't really have time to do a lot of hobbies i do like hmm i was doing some a lot of yoga there for a while that was one of my hobbies i like sewing i know that's lame but that's (laughs) fun too do you do that in the water too or (laughs) just for fun sometimes (laughs) just mix it up (laughs) a beating while sewing you lose the needle in the water (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm like too busy to take it well actually one of my recent hobbies my brother Again, Nadia and I have been training for a triathlon. Oh, no way. Yeah. It's like a baby triathlon. It's like a sprint triathlon. But my uncle's doing like the Ironman one in the fall. So we've been like running a lot more, biking. Yeah. So that's running, biking, swimming, right? Yeah. Well, it's swim, bike, run is the order. Okay. Swim, bike, run. Okay. I wonder if like, I guess order matters, but like which would be easiest? Probably Biking, I feel like, would be the easiest. For me, the swim's the easiest because it's always so much less than, like, the bike and the run. I hate running. I despise yeah. it. So the swim <laughs> would be definitely the easiest part for me. Yeah. I would probably skip the running. I'd be like, I did a biathlon. <laughs> 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 That's been the hardest part. Like, just, uh, it's so awful. Just getting I'm up miserable. to go run? <laughs> yes, it's awful. And then I run with Nadia and Connor, and they all have, like, such good attitudes. <laughs> I'm like... You guys, my side hurts so bad. I need to stop. And they're like, come on, Taylor, you can't walk. And I'm like, please, you guys, I just want to walk for a little bit. And they're like outrunning me the whole time. It's embarrassing. I just want to go home and sew. (laughs) Pretty much. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'm boring. I don't do much. But uh, boring is probably not the word I would use to describe <laughs> you this far. 
<laughs> I mean, <laughs> it sounds like a very <clears throat> event-filled lifestyle. Like you yeah. don't really like. You say you don't have time for other hobbies, but it sounds <laughs> it sounds like you don't like time where you're just sitting still and doing nothing. Yeah, I would definitely agree. And I've, it, yeah, I think it's. I don't have time. I think I fill all of my time with yeah. activities. Yeah. As well, you should. Yeah. Especially right now. You're young. You're full of energy. And yeah. Like, and you have the time during all of this That's COVID exactly stuff. what my mom says. She's like, I always complain. I'm like, I want everything to go back to normal. And she's like, I actually just was talking to her about this last night because I hate when she says this. But she's always <laughs> like, you had so many opportunities. You do so many positive things. You have to look at the bright side. And, and I know she's right, but. <laughs> Are you looking more towards the bright side now? Well, yeah, I feel like there's nothing else you really can do. Like mm-hmm. I said, like, like when would I ever be able to get up before school and drive to Oceanside and surf? Like, that's not a normal year thing to do. You go to first period on the on the beach. Exactly, yeah. Oh, that would be sick. Oh, man, if there was, like, Wi-Fi or something, they're just checking <laughs> to your first period. That's what I just <coughs> check in. Use and your then, phone. Well, we yeah. only would go and we didn't have meetings. So mm. I would just get my work done the night before, and then we would all drive out in the morning and just check in. That's still, like, that's crazy because I, I – I used to tell my students like I would wake up at 4 a.m., go to the, go to the gym or get a workout in before work, and they were like, "You're crazy! You're waking up at four, and now here's a senior Taylor McEvely who's waking <laughs> up at four just to go surfing." Well, that's a <clears> hobby <throat> to me. I would not wake up at four to work out, but that sounds <laughs> horrendous. <laughs> I it's kind of a workout too. Though. I wouldn't wake up at four at all. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I had trouble waking up at five. <laughs> What if a Harry Potter marathon was on? That's uh, still not worth it. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Pretend like you maybe, didn't. maybe for like a road trip or something. But yeah, I was going to say, didn't you do a day trip out to the Grand Canyon? Maybe I did. Yeah. What time did you wake up for that? Probably like three. <laughs> yeah. See, not many people are going to wake up at three to go drive to the Grand Canyon, look at a hole and be like, all right, let's go home. <laughs> I was there for a few hours. Looking at a hole. <laughs> it was a big hole. <laughs> It's a really big hole. (laughs) Oh, um, when you leave for Wagner, kind of transitioning here, um, when you leave for Wagner, are you going to drive cross country or are you going to fly? Fly, definitely. I have, so I have so much family out there. Like my dad, both of his parents are from Jersey. Oh, okay. And like my grandpa has nine siblings out there. My grandma has three. So like that's where most of our family is. So I'll just ship everything to someone's house and then have them hold it for me. And then when we get there. I'll go and unpack. Like, they live, like, 30 minutes from Wagner. So are you originally from there, or were you born and raised here? Born and raised here. My dad was born and raised here, too. Oh, okay. They moved. My grandpa's, like, a rock star. They moved out here to L.A. when he was, like, 20, and then they're, like, the only ones that moved away. So there's so much family back there. Like a legit rock star, or? Like, he was he was pretty cool. He played with, like, Bruce Springsteen. Oh, dang. Yeah, he, like, grew up with him and was in a band with him, and then moved to L.A. and just kind of, like, settled down, and they both got jobs, and are normal people now but like <laughs> do you know who steve van zant is no he's like a guitarist that plays with bruce still like he'll like wish my great grandma happy birthday on twitter like they're that... all back there and like they still i don't think bruce would know my grandpa now but like they were all like friends back then that's crazy yeah that and i don't i don't know what's crazier that your grandpa played with bruce springsteen or that your grandpa uses twitter <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Both are pretty weird. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's so much to unfold there. <laughs> yeah, it's like a weird. <clears throat> I don't even. It's so weird. One <laughs> thing you mentioned that you mentioned your dad. Um, yeah. From my understanding, he used to teach here. Yeah. Yeah, he was a 
health, bio, PE, and then he coached softball, tennis, football. Thanks. I feel he, like there was one more. So he's, he was heavily involved on this campus. Oh, yeah. How, how long ago was this? This was, <clears throat> I think my first year of sixth grade was when he left. Okay, so before us, for sure. Yeah, but he was like, he coached with Penn Warden and... Did you say your first year of sixth grade? No, my... I, might, I, I probably did say that. My, I did not repeat sixth grade, everyone. When I went to sixth grade, he left Lakeside. Okay. <laughs> that, that makes sense. Like, um. No, I did not repeat that. <laughs> okay, so what, So he left Lakeside right around the time you entered middle school. Yeah. Um, did he go elsewhere or just decide to stop he education? He went to Canyon Lake Middle. Oh, really? Yeah, because he had always wanted to teach PE here, and then he could never get, like, a full schedule of PE. Mm-hmm. So the position opened there, and he transferred. Is he still there now? Yeah. Oh, okay. Now he teaches my little sister, who's there now, too. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Uh, I've, that sounds like my worst nightmare, but uh, she seems Having like your it. dad as teacher? Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I wonder how it is just for those students here that their parents are, are teachers here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Ogden and, like, stuff like that. I know they don't have them necessarily. Yeah. But I'm just like... I wonder what that would yeah. that, that yeah. I, I almost had it in college. Like my dad's a physics professor. Oh really? And like I took a physics class, but we we, <laughs> we, we, we both did it strategically that he wouldn't be the professor. Okay. So like he, he didn't want to teach me and I didn't want to be in his class. Yeah. So but there was one day where he had like filled in for the, the professor. So it was That's super funny. strange that I was <laughs> sitting in his class. How yeah. big was the how big was the class? Oh, it was a huge class. It was like two hundred something. Okay. So that one you could probably get away with like no yeah. one no one yeah. knows that's my dad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless he calls you out, be like, that's my son <laughs> right there. 18th row, 33rd seat in, that's him. I feel like my dad's pretty cool, though. He wouldn't be like, I f- it doesn't sound like my worst nightmare to be no. at the same school as him. I feel like he'd be pretty chill. I, I've never had the chance to, obviously, I wasn't here when your dad was here. Yeah. Um, but I've, I've heard great things. Yeah, um, he's cool. Yeah, I'm usually PE teachers are usually pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's chill. Um, what are you looking to major in? I'm looking to double major in environmental science and pre-law. That's my goal. Are those, are those tied to, together? So I want to go to they law school after. Yeah. Okay. That's like, I want to go to law school after and then work as an environmental lawyer. Oh, okay. So like they can, I don't want to be in the courtroom necessarily. I want to work with companies on like abiding by environmental law. Has anyone ever seen How I Met Your Mother? <laughs> no. Are you? Have you have I, I've seen some of it. Yeah. So you know who I'm getting at. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Marshall is on How I Met Your Mother is an environmental lawyer. Like so, I was like, that's interesting. The closest thing <clears throat> that I've seen in like TV is Erin Brockovich. She's an environmental lawyer. Really? Yeah, because she's like, and... it's it's a good movie. But okay, what got you in? What got you interested in that? I never knew what I wanted to do. Like when I was little, I just didn't really like anything like when mm-hmm. i say i have no hobbies i really do have no <laughs> hobbies like wh- what am i gonna do major in water polo i can't do that <laughs> so um i just like my at some point i was talking to villanova and that school's like really 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 expensive yeah and i was like i think i'll just major in something like communications <laughs> or just something really like general mm-hmm. and my mom was like you cannot go to villanova and pay sixty thousand dollars a year and then come out with like a general degree that's like yeah. super hard to get a career in so it was kind of like, if I want to go here, I need to make some money. So I was like, I just started like researching a lot, a lot, a lot. And then I just literally was on a website of like lucrative careers and saw environmental <laughs> lawyer. And I was like, hmm. Because I always, when I was li- I actually did say I wanted to be a lawyer when I was little, but I had no idea what that meant. And then I, I always thought I would be good at it. 
but I just, I didn't want to, like, be in some type of law that I didn't love. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't want to, like, work every day, like, defending people I didn't want to defend. Mm-hmm. So then when I was, like, environmental law, I've always been interested in the environment as well, but I'm terrible at science. I hate science. Yeah. And I didn't want to just major in something in science. I remember one of the classes I took in college, which I really enjoyed, because uh, I, I majored in mathematics with an emphasis in uh, economics. Okay. So one of the econo- economics courses I took was environmental economics, mm. which was really interesting because they, they somehow connect environment to like a monetary value. Yeah. And I feel like that's something you would definitely encounter in like a, like a yeah. courtroom kind of thing. I read over like the um, all the courses I have to take. I think that's one of the classes mm-hmm. in there. It was very interesting. I enjoyed yeah. it a lot. Do you feel that your your passion for I guess, I guess surfing, water, like that that's part of the environment. Do you think that kind of fed into you wanting to, I guess I'm, I'm going to use the word protect the environment? I don't know. <clears throat> I've never really connected the two. That might be it. But my mom is all, like super environmentally conscious and like super hippie. I think that definitely <laughs> played more into it. She's going to actually love that I said that. <laughs> she had Faco on her speed dial. Yes. She actually made so many jokes like that. She's like, I'm going to go visit Faco all the time. That's way too funny. <laughs> but oh. yeah, she's like super hippie. Like we have chickens. We <laughs> Is our chickens hippie? I feel like having backyard chickens, living off the, yes, that's exactly, like living off the land, like we have our backyards filled with like garden stuff, Mm. like everywhere. Okay. She's just very (laughs) environmentally conscious, I feel like, and I feel like that's where I got it from. That's cool though, that you took a little bit of, that you took a little bit from her and kind of, you know, maneuvered it, if you will, and made your own career out of it. Yeah. Do you feel like you got anything like from your dad in that sense? I don't know. I feel like I feel like I got my just overall intelligence from my dad. Like I feel like he's always been like he's super smart. Like okay. really, really, really smart. So I feel like he kind of just pushed me to like excel in school. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And my mom hates her job. Like <laughs> despises her job. Like she does really well in her job. Like she's not like she's like in a like dead end career. Like she's like doing well. But she just she's in banking and like oh, okay. she just does not like it. She just was like working at a bank when she was like twenty and had me and then Mm-hmm. just kind of that's just where she's gone but she just yeah. doesn't love it so she's always been like you need to find something that you're passionate about that's like when I wanted to do law I didn't I thought I would be good at it but I didn't necessarily feel passionate about it so it was always like she always was the one that told me to like do something I'm passionate about that's cool so she kind of guided you on the route to to find something that you truly enjoy yeah, for and truly sure. passionate like about. to really think yeah. through and think what I want to be doing she but, texts me all the time like <laughs> when she's at work like I'm miserable get a job in love <laughs> That's good motivation. <laughs> that's that's cool. That's a cool relationship. Sounds like you have with your mom. Yeah. And it's super cool. You got your intelligence from your dad. Like you said, you only did sixth grade once, so that's really cool. <laughs> Check. Um, <laughs> bingo. You, you had mentioned earlier. I don't know if we were recording at the moment, but you said your um, the scholarship you got is academic based. Yes. So yeah. is that is it not related to the water polo? Is no. that just extra? I got no. It's all um, academic money. I got okay. Yeah. Now, can that change? Yes, I, that was the big thing where I was okay. like, because it's still expensive. Like, it's still East Coast private school. Right. So I was like. If, oh, it's private. Oh, okay. I didn't realize it was even yeah. private. Okay. I was like, if, because my scholarship, I think, I don't remember how much it is, but um, I was like, is there a possibility, like, next year, the year after, the year after, if I can, like, get more money? And he just said, like, that's the thing I love to do. Like, I don't necessarily give scholarships to, like, freshmen, mm-hmm. but then as you work hard and as you progress through the program you can get more money every year okay so it's almost like a, a 
prove it mm-hmm. type of thing. Like an incentive every year to yeah. stay with the program and to keep like working hard, I guess. And especially this year, I feel like there'll be more money freed up later just because of the seniors, like you said, yeah. that got another year. Mm-hmm. So once they leave and then... Because our class this year, the all the girls that signed, there's 10 of us. Oh, so wow. it's a really big class. Next uh, yeah. year, they're only gonna there's only going to be 16 of us and 10 will be freshmen. Yeah, it's crazy. So they're losing how many seniors after, I guess? I think there will be three seniors gone. Okay. After my freshman year. Okay. Yeah. So, any, uh, oh, go, no, no, go for it. Go for I was say, <laughs> so, so did you pursue Wagner or did Wagner pursue you? So I had a couple schools pursuing me, like, but I just, like I said, I, well, I didn't say this, actually. I did not <laughs> want to stay local. I did not want to stay okay. anywhere in Southern California. Which is hard because all the best schools are in Southern California. There was only like really UC Davis, which was in my range. I was talking to them for a while. Berkeley is way too good for me. I could not go to Berkeley <laughs> for a- athletics. Like they're like top five. And then so it's either it was either Northern California or New York. So I would just email schools like relentlessly, mm-hmm. like come watch me play at Junior Olympics, come watch me play at this tournament, come watch me play here. And then I feel like that a lot of people think you're just gonna get like reached out to and like yeah. scouted. It's not like that. You have to like. You have to put yourself out there a yeah. little bit. Yeah. You put yourself out there a little bit, and then, you know, that kind of puts you on their radar. Yeah. And then if you can play, they will come find you. Yeah. <clears throat> they Exactly. Like, I'm not, like, anywhere near, like, top-tier water polo. So, like, it was kind of up to me to, like, reach out to school. So I emailed the coach, and then he watched me play at Junior Olympics in 2019. And then I just never really followed up with him after. And then I sent him an email this year, and we just... I've never met him in person, which is crazy, but um, I've, like, done Zooms with him, and then I went and visited, but we weren't allowed to meet. Ooh, shout out to Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it's so weird, like, going across the country and not knowing your coach. Yeah. But um, he seems nice. <laughs> so was it your plan, like, you said not to stay local. Yeah. Was that because you wanted the experience of going somewhere else? Yeah, or? I just, I well, I was always leaning towards the East Coast because, like I said, I have so much family out there. I wanted to, like, spend four years with them. Mm-hmm. But um, I just – I'm independent. I don't want to, like, be able to – my mom always says you don't want to be able to have a bad – you don't want to have a bad day and be able to come home. Hmm. Like, if you have a bad day, you need to be independent and, like – Deal with it. Yeah, like, you can't drive home and get your laundry done by your mom. You can't <laughs> – you know what I mean? Like, when yeah. you're feeling homesick. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who did that their freshman year? <laughs> I didn't live at home at college. <laughs> Not saying you can't, but she just said you need to go far enough away to where you can. So pa- she actually made me go farther. <laughs> my parents didn't come visit me every weekend in San Diego. <laughs> I, went, I went to the same school my dad taught at. <laughs> and I didn't get a discount. Still salty about that. <laughs> oh my God, no discount. <laughs> I did not put that together ever. Just walk out of your class. Dad, did you uh, do my laundry last night? <laughs> okay. On record, I didn't do that. <laughs> oh, you're lucky you get to edit these episodes. I was going to edit that out. I'm going to leave that in there. <laughs> I know you will. <laughs> That's way too funny. Uh, how close um, to the school does your family live out there? <clears throat> so they're kind of all spread throughout Jersey. Okay. The Like one of our favorite families that we see a lot out there, it's my dad's aunt, Eileen and Roland, and they live, like I said, 30 minutes. So that'll be super nice. We love them. They have like a house in Marco Island that we would go to during spring okay. break. They're just like the coolest people ever. So they're like 30 minutes away, which I'm super excited for because I've only really seen them like 10 times in my life. 
do you go out there often? Like, do you and your family go out there often to visit them or? Not super <coughs> I, often. Like I said, we went to, we would go to spring break on Marco to their house. And then um, we would go visit like every like five years. It was just when we, like in the more recently we've gone and seen them. And then we, we had like my Nana's big like retirement party. Like her whole family came out and surprised her. It was so cool. So like we see them, like I would say like pretty frequently for living across the country. Yeah. That's that, that I wish, honestly, I wish I could say the same. I my family, they only live in like Colorado. I don't even get to see them often. So yeah. it's really cool that your family takes that time to go across country and really <clears throat> stay yeah. close with them. Yeah. My dad's done a really good job at that, like staying connected with everyone. And is it a relatively big family too? Oh yeah. My grandpa, like I said, has eight siblings. So there's like so many of them. I couldn't even name all of them. And then <laughs> my Nana, it's not as much as eight, but she just has three sisters. So they're all back there too. That's crazy. Though. It's so hard to get everyone together. Like, oh yeah, that many people. That's yeah. insane. Have you have you done a, a lot of like traveling? Yeah, we do travel a lot. Really? Like just my family? Yeah. Like I said, we went to Costa Rica like two oh, months yeah. ago, and oh, then yeah, <laughs> and mom hung out with Faco. And then the last New Year's we were in Barcelona. Oh wow! And then what was that was like? Up. It was so cool. I liked Costa Rica better. I just like tropical vacations more. And, like, the animals and the wildlife and the monkeys. But, um... You like animals? Well... There's a skunk nearby in my backyard. <laughs> uh, it's been there for a long not time. Not that kind of animals. Oh, damn. But, um... <laughs> yeah, like, in Costa Rica, there was, like... We went... We were just at the pool one day, and these people were like, oh... Because we, we were staying in, like, a community. We just mm-hmm. rented a house with us and one other family. So it was super cool. Like, it was just in the community. There was, like, a big pool, and then you're right on the beach to surf. So we were just talking to another, like, couple that was there. And they were saying, like, oh, you guys have to go see Rafa the Monkey Man. And we're like, what? Rafa the Monkey Man? Who's that? He was in Lion King, right? <laughs> Rafiki. Rafiki. Oh. That's exactly where my mind went to. Yeah. So we, like, go and see Rafa the Monkey Man. We get this driver. And this guy's like, takes us out on this, like, scary boat. Like, it did not – I did not think it was going to float. And he does this call. He's like – he's we're out on the, like I, – you know, like, in the Jungle Cruise, you're going through those, like, canals like that? So he goes out, and he keeps going, Inga. Inga, inga. And like all of a sudden, these monkeys just like come rushing through the rainforest and like they come on the boat and they're like crawling all over you. Like, no. it was t- it was so fun. No, it was so no. cool. They were cute no. monkeys. They were cute monkeys. And I went to Nicaragua, like, that we had, had a similar experience, but we were told not to touch the monkeys. Oh, the, we were like feeding them <laughs> yeah. bananas. They were like all over us. I had one experience with like an animal like that, like <clears throat> from a a different country or continent, technically. I was in Australia, and I was feeding an emu. Oh, I do not like ostriches or emus. It, they had bit my hand. I don't like them either anymore. <laughs> um, have you ever been to Solvang? Mm-hmm. No. They have the ostrich land there where you can feed the emus. Where the is ostriches. that? It's in Solvang. It's only, like, a couple hours away. Like, on the way to Santa Barbara. Oh, okay. You've been there? Mm-hmm. Oh, and they have, like, you have the food in, like, pans. Oh, I haven't been to, like, the ostrich farm, but I've been mm. to Solvang. Interesting. I've never even I've never even heard of it. Yeah, it's cool. So, what would you say is your favorite vacation that you've taken with your family? <clears throat> or favorite I would place? say, like I said, the Costa Rica was cool just because we're, we we're so into surfing, and it mm-hmm. was like surfing every day. You're on the beach; it's beautiful. But Barcelona was really cool too. I, I loved get, Barcelona. I gotta get out more. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go on any of like the the school ones? No, no? I haven't gone oh, yeah. on any of the school ones. They're actually going to Costa Rica in June, I think. Mm. Yeah. Something. It might have got canceled, but I don't know. Probably. Yeah. Was that part of the Tillery thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I'd, I'm not going on that one. Nah, you'll be a Wagner. <laughs> <laughs> when do you have to leave for that? Um, August. 
Oh, it's not that bad. I thought I would have get to leave in like September. <laughs> oh, are they not quarter system? I think they're semester. Oh, okay. So August and then <clears throat> I think I'll get to come back from Thanksgiving and then I get a really short winter break. I was going to say, when does your season, when is water polo season for college? I think I have to come back around New Year's, which is way shorter than winter break to be back on campus. And then yeah. I think our season starts a couple weeks after that. Okay. Yeah. Well, at I least you get to, at least at least I'll let you come home for the holidays for yeah. a little bit at least. Yeah, for sure. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, you obviously not this year hasn't been what we had hoped for. Yeah. Um, but it sounds like you've made tremendous adjustments to it and are making yeah. the best of a situation. <laughs> um, but your time here at Lakeside, did, would you enjoy it? Is there anything you wish you would have done? I loved Lakeside. I don't think there's anything I wish. I was. I feel like I'm super involved. Like I had. I'm always busy when I'm on campus. Like mm-hmm. with water polo swim. I don't have, like, I loved it here. I feel like everyone talks so much smack on Lakeside, and I loved it. See, everyone, <laughs> I, I could agree with that because I was at Temescal and I heard all the smack talk. Yeah. Um, but everyone that I've spoken to here, every student, every senior that we've had on here has actually said they've really enjoyed their time here. Yeah, for I would, sure. I think the culture and the atmosphere is highly underrated. Yeah. And, that like, that was the thing, too, like, because when I was deciding, like, which high school to go to, my dad had obviously taught here, and he was like, the te- even just not even just environment but the teachers here like my teachers my junior year like i would pick lakeside just for those teachers mm-hmm. like miss hendrickson is such a good teacher mr van bremen such a good teacher mr tillery mr perez like as like from an academic perspective mm-hmm. like i could not ask for like a better experience what was it do you think about those teachers that made it so great or made them so great i couldn't even tell you because they're all so different you know what i mean well one of them's jesus (laughs) math jesus (laughs) Jesus. i feel like they all of them just all really care about what they're doing yeah like i I not even just my junior year but like all throughout high school the conversations i've had with those teachers they feel i I truly do feel like they invest in their students oh yeah for sure like not just in the classroom they're not they don't look at you and be like you're a student in my classroom no you're a you are a person that I genuinely care about outside the classroom, yeah, too. Yeah, for sure. That's that's the vibe I've gotten from Especially a lot of teachers. Especially, like, through... Because, obviously, we were out of school, like, halfway through junior year. Yeah. Like, all of them were, like, incredible. Even my this year, being not in the classroom, every teacher's been so good. How's your... Did, did, were you one of the ones that got kind of campus release taken away? No, I wasn't, thank God. <laughs> I actually... I, you I had was, a full schedule. Yeah, I ended up... Um, so I was going to get campus release, and then they told me that AP Calc was only offered six period. So I was like, okay, I'll just take AP Calc. And then a lot of people that that, that took that AP Calc, like Alexa was one of them, she just didn't take another period. She just mm-hmm. had a free period during the day. Mm-hmm. So that's what, like, screwed them over was they didn't have yeah. that period filled. And then I just, in the beginning of the year, I was like, I don't want a period in the middle of the day. So I just took AP Computer Science. Okay. So I have, like, a full schedule now. Just another AP class. <laughs> I love that great. class. <laughs> Dude, oh, I did not gracious. expect to love that class as With much as I did. Tintor? Yeah. Hmm. And he's a great teacher, too. He's <laughs> he's a funny dude. <laughs> he he's really funny, up. yeah. I've <clears throat> What is, but I've never really talked to him about the computer science. Like, I don't know what it what it is, like, what it consists of. I, it's like... Is it, like, coding? Or yeah, is it's it, just, okay. you're just okay. coding the whole time. Like, our AP test hmm. isn't, like an essay or something you just have to make an app and then it's multiple choice oh, that's it. you just, have to, yeah, you just have to make an app <laughs> we're doing that right now actually yeah interesting it's I, so hard i'm having so many problems with my app right now too 
It's terrible. What, I don't even what, want to talk about it. I was just going to ask, like, what's the? Like, can you tell us what the app is well, or no? Is that well, like- it's like, okay, so there's all the requ- these requirements for the AP tests that you need to, like, hit. So it can be, like, a super simple app. You just have to hit these requirements. So mine, like, just gives you, like, information on, like, a planet that you input. And, like, mine won't give the output that I need. It's so frustrating. I wish someone would create an app that told me how long the line was at In-N-Out. Like if That's actually a really good idea. You should not say that on here. People cut are going to steal out. it. Cut that out. <laughs> cut that out. No, do it for your AP test. <laughs> How would I even... Create it? I don't know. You're the coder. I'm not <laughs> that advanced. <laughs> but oh. the ideas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'm going to give that idea exactly. to you. Run with it and then shoot me a message. Be like, Thank Flannery, you. here's the app. I got it. <laughs> like, then I'll oh. know. Then I'll finally know when to go to internet. <laughs> the best times. <laughs> Peak hours. As, as kind of like a closing question we yep. always ask is like... um. What what advice would you give to either like a freshman now that hasn't even stepped foot on campus, or even a, a freshman we're gonna get like next year? What kind of advice would you give? Them? I would say to get involved. I feel like so many people just don't take advantage of all like the programs here. Like that's another thing too that I feel like people trash on Lakeside for is not having programs when there really is a lot of things to get involved with. And I feel like it's high school's so much better when you're when you have friends and you're connected to other people. I just feel like to be on campus and not have anything to do. I feel like that'd be so boring. <laughs> I feel like just even there's so many clubs to join. There's so many programs to get involved in. I would just say do whatever you can to meet other people. One final question that I <clears throat> kind of have been forgetting to ask, but I asked earlier on, um, how quickly did high school go by for you? So fast. Oh my gosh. Especially <laughs> with not being on campus the past two years. I feel like I'm not even in high school. Yeah. So weird. Still remember the first day you walked through as a freshman? Oh my gosh, maybe I don't. (laughs) I think my mom dropped me off, but that's pretty much all I remember. (laughs) And texted you as soon as she got to the bank. (laughs) Can I come pick you up? (laughs) Oh, I do remember. Yeah, I did not have a lot of friends. I... Yeah, thank God I did other stuff. Thank gosh you got involved. Yes, exactly. But yeah, I... Exactly. Preach in the choir when you said high school goes by really fast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. But uh, Taylor, I appreciate you, you know, coming down here today and sitting down with us and, you know, letting us in a little bit on on who you are and what's gotten you to where you're where you are now, where you're going. Super pumped for you. Congrats again on your scholarship Thank to Wagner. Thank you. Is there any social medias that you would want us to tag? People follow you on. We can kind of throw that in there towards our oh end. Oh my gosh, like a little promo for me. <laughs> yeah, follow the one <laughs> and only. You can follow me on Instagram. Just my name, Taylor McEvely. That's original. Yep. <laughs> I'm surprised it wasn't taken, but yeah. You can follow her grandpa on Twitter, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Him too. Free promo for Bob. <laughs> well, Taylor, thank you again so much for coming by. We thank wish you, you nothing guys. but the best next year at Wagner. Thank you. See ya. Make sure you guys drop us a follow on Instagram and Spotify at High School Transcript. And be sure to keep an eye out for our new episodes as they're released every Wednesday and Sunday. See you guys next time.